Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast, where you will learn how to identify, evaluate, negotiate, perform due diligence on, finance, turn around and operate mobile home parks. And now, here is your host, the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the United States, Frank Rolf. Webster's defines a credit score as a numerical expression based on a level analysis of a person's credit files to represent the creditworthiness of the individual. Now, despite all those lofty words, it doesn't seem to mean much when it comes to mobile homes. This is Frank Roth, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. We're going to talk about why credit scores just don't seem to represent much when it comes to the act of selling mobile homes. Let's first start off with an acknowledgement that most people who live in mobile homes have very low credit scores. Now, why is that? Well, because when you're flying the airplane at 500 miles an hour a foot off the ground, as most mobile home park residents are, it's very, very easy to destroy your score. All you have to have happen is an uninsured medical claim. And of course, most people, many, if not the majority of Americans who earn the lower 20% of incomes traditionally don't have health insurance. They can't afford it. So all they have to do is break an arm, have appendicitis, whatever. And next thing you know, their credit is forever ruined by a giant hospital bill that they can't possibly pay. Or maybe they had a car and they've been making the payments and suddenly they lost their job or the car broke down and they couldn't make their payments. And once again, their credit score is skewered. But here's the reality of the mobile home park business. Even though lenders of mobile home debt are set with very low expectations of credit scoring, they have a very low default rate, typically around 5% per year, which is right in line, if not superior to many other groups that give out credit. So how can we succeed when we don't put that much emphasis on credit scoring? Well, let's look at that for a moment. First off, mobile home parks are all about low price. We are the low cost leaders. We are the dollar tree of housing. And housing is the most basic necessity there is on earth. Having a roof over your head is more important to most people than anything else, than having a car, even having a television. You can't have a big screen TV if you're outside. So people have to pay their housing costs because if they don't, they have no roof over their head. So it goes to the very top of the list of things to be paid. If you go in most mobile homes in America, you will see that there's a virtual stock exchange going on in the kitchen where they lay out all their bills each month and they organize them by necessity. What's the most important to what's the least important? Typically it's on a kitchen counter or a kitchen table. It happens typically once a month. So they lay out all those bills as they decide which ones to pay and in what order. As long as you're the one in the top left, which is the highest priority, you're going to get paid no matter what. But if you're a magazine subscription, something like that on the lower right corner, well, then you certainly will not get paid. So mobile homes have a huge advantage because we're at the very top of that pile. Normally, the top two bills are housing, and the second is car payment because they know if they don't pay their housing, they won't have a roof over their head, and if they don't pay the car payment, the car will be repossessed. So it doesn't matter how many bills they have or how much income they have to pay them. The key item is you've got to be at the top of the pile. And fortunately, mobile homes and all housing is at the top of that pile. Next, 
Credit scores don't truly measure a very important item. That's what we call FICO versus FICO. So we all know FICO is a credit score. What's FICO? FICO means the willingness that customer has to fight to keep that roof over their head. So, you know, a, a credit score is, is great and everything until somebody has that catastrophe, lose their job, get divorced, whatever the case may be. And then many people who had very, very high credit scores, well, the scores just immediately collapse. They don't have much fight in them. But people in mobile home parks can be pretty scrappy. They're willing to work extra jobs. They're willing to do jobs most people won't. That's where the cashier comes from at the quick trip at night and the person who mans the window at Jack the Box in the 24-hour shift. So that, that degree of fight is in many mobile home park residents, and that gives them the edge of making those payments. So FICO, I would argue, is probably as or more important really than FICO. Next, mobile homes are inexpensive, and that means really anyone can afford them. When I used to do my own evictions court appearances for, for my parks in the early days, the most painful evictions I saw were when you had an executive who was earning a huge amount of money, 20 grand a month, and now they've lost their job and they're being evicted from their custom home that costs 7000 a month. Because you sit there in the audience, you think, well, what did the person do? How could you replicate overnight 7000 a month to make that payment? But mobile homes are completely different. When the cost of the mobile home and the lot rent is typically in the U.S. seven or $800 a month total, that's attainable. That's a number that virtually anyone can make if you can just get a minimum wage job. So because of that, mobile homes, because they have a low price tag, it's a price tag that most people can pay in good times and bad times. Next, everyone has a fear of living with family or living in downscale apartments. But that's the reality. If you don't make your payment in the mobile home park on your mobile home, that's where you end up. You either have to drop a notch down to types of apartments no one wants to live in, or living with mom and pop, grandma, and or uncle. And because those alternatives are so unpleasant, once again, mobile home park people make those payments because they don't want to have to face those alternatives. And in a similar vein, the family doesn't want them to move in with them. We have many occasions where someone who's fallen behind on payments suddenly pops up with them via a credit card from some family member. Why did that occur? Well, they called the person and said, hey, I guess I can't make my payments. I'm going to have to move in with you, Grandma, Grandma Jones. And she says, wait a minute here. Um, let me see what I can do. And she calls us up and says, hey, do you all take credit cards? Yes, we do. And she goes ahead and pays it up in full because... Just as much as they have a fear of moving in with family members, family members also share that fear of people moving in with them. And as a result, they're willing to go ahead and, and cough up the money to keep them uh, not living with them. Another important point is that people who live in mobile home parks typically are backstopped by two key items. One, minimum wage. And I think this is a very important point. If you go back to my example of the executive with, with the lofty income and the lofty expense on their home, the problem is that it's really hard to replace a $10,000 a month job. But in the U.S., when you pay, make in the lower echelons of income, there is one thing that can't happen, and that is no one can pay you less than the minimum wage. Now, the minimum wage is different in every state. I would say the average state in the U.S. is typically today somewhere between $10 and $15 an hour. And if you take 2,000 hours typically of, of employment time per year, that means you are guaranteed... 20 to 30,000 a year based on your minimum wage in that state. 
But, but you can't go down from there. So if you're working at Jack in the Box and you're making minimum wage, one thing's for sure, you, you can't take a, a big uh, wage concession. It's illegal. They can't come back and renegotiate you and say, okay, well, you know what? We've got so many applicants here at Jack in the Box. We're going to drop you down now to seven an hour. Nope, can't do it. So mobile home park residents enjoy a nice safe zone there where the amount that they earn is pretty much consistent at all times. Additionally, a lot of people who live in mobile home parks are on government programs such as Social Security or Disability. And once again, they're backstopped. They have a nice fixed income from that. And many are on Social Security and yet earn little money on the side, working at such jobs as Walmart, as a greeter, that's a classic. But nevertheless, what it means is they've got income that is backstopped. So when times get tough, when they lose that side hustle, what happens? Well, they cut back on other luxuries, cut back on that casual dining dinner out, cut back on going to the movies, but they don't come back on their housing. So unlike most Americans, people who live in mobile home parks actually have a safety net, a very strong safety net, which is created by the simple fact that you can't get paid less than minimum wage and the simple fact that there's a lot of programs out there, social programs, which do kick in and support people who live typically in mobile home parks. The bottom line to it all is that you don't have a correlation really in the mobile home park industry with credit scores. And that's not to say credit scores are not hugely important. They are important in many, many other niches. I can't imagine a rental car company renting to you if you have a horrible credit score. They'd be concerned you'd never get the car returned. I cannot imagine somebody at Bass Pro Shop selling you a boat if you have a terrible credit score. What will happen? You don't make your payment on the boat. But those aren't necessities. When you look at mobile home parks and the structure and the cost format and the fact that it's housing and at the very top of the list, it's easy to see why, although credit scores are hugely important, in non-necessities that they really are not a big part of what you need to evaluate customers in affordable housing. This is Frank Roth, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Be sure to visit us at mhpmastery.com to subscribe to the show, read our show transcriptions, and access all of our great information on mobile home park investing.